There's some other Palooza. There's, I think there's some other kiss items around here. It, they're hidden in the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take a piss. No, yeah. you gotta take a kiss. A- Ace Thank is here. Guys. Ace is here, chained up <laughs> in, a, in a secret location. <laughs> there it is. I let me out. <laughs> and he's got the key. I ain't done anything. <laughs> oh, did you ever see him on Time Snyder? Yeah, oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! The, when Kiss was on Tom Snyder, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Ace that's would a not let go. Le- legendary piece of footage. Mm. Cocaine. <laughs> that was him the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> we were here last week with one Wendy O. Williams, and here we sit with Kiss. <laughs> Okay, great. Great, 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 great. Here we go. That was fantastic. (laughs) I didn't even stretch, and here we are. It's that fast, man. You were great. Thank you You so much. You were really funny, Mitch. Wow, we should hit the showers right this minute. That was good. That was good. I am sitting here. I'm so fucking excited, because I am sitting here across the table from... A legend, an improv legend, a comedy legend, a dad, a father, a writer, a director, like legit director, not like like doing like little bullshit things, has created some of the, the most iconic comedy shows in American comedy history. I'm sitting across the table from Mr. Mitch Rouse. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if you had a recording that you just carried with you <laughs> as, as, as you came into a room? Match, match. Yeah, that's my ringtone. <laughs> Welcome to the Brando Cast. Thank you for having me. So exciting to have you on. And I've, I'll, always, we're sitting here with super producer Richard Sheltinga. We're going to do the Brando cast, and Mitch, I've made you listen to the Brando cast in the past, but w- basically the simple game is this. I'm going to read you the history of a band that you might not know or like, but you do know this band. Okay. You do know this band. Okay. And I know this band. Okay. And what I'm doing today is I'm choosing to use this episode of the Brando cast to admit to you and the world that I, I have always loved this band. Wow. Even though I spent a good... 30 plus years of my life mm-hmm. saying that they sucked ooh, and ooh. saying that they were shit Oops. and saying that they were dumb. Okay. And I'm, and I'm going to use this opportunity because I want to pull you into this because I know that you I and I know. are brothers in rock. I'm on the cusp. I know that you and I share a lot of rock yes. behind us. But if for the past 30 years you have thought they were shit. Yes. And I did not. Oh, I don't know. Then here's to where the, the real, the, the, this could go to gloves. It could go to gloves. Okay. But I'm going to admit as we go through this that I fucking love this band. Oh, see? Yeah. And it's true. Any way you want it. <laughs> that's the way they'll give it to you. They really will. And it's true, she does. Man, does she do everything. Here we go. Go up. She loves a love and All night. All night. Oh, every night. The golden throat. 
This is Steve Barry. It came down to me and that other Asian kid. Oh, you you auditioned to be yeah. lead singer of Journey. Yep. Yeah. And Arnell Pineda beat you out. Yeah. Mitch Rouse, it was down to you and yeah. Arnell Pineda. And they said he's so much younger. It's so much better. <laughs> Those were the two things that they got me on. But uh, did you did you audition live for Neil Sean and, and Jonathan Kane? I did. And it was but here's the catch. <laughs> I, because I didn't have a microphone, I was just sang into a cup. Okay. And it sounded great to me. Because it was coming back at my face. You know how when you get a, an iPhone and you want to make sure. it louder, you put it in a cup? Right. I was doing that way long time ago. <laughs> I, uh, I've seen Arnel Pineda have live. Really? Yes, I have. Nicely done. Uh, but I, I would have loved to have seen you. Well, thank you. I've actually seen <laughs> Steve Perry live, but it wasn't there. It was at uh, a Studio restaurant. City Vons. You're very close. Okay. It was the... Um, the restaurant that was in the top of um, uh, the Daily Grill in on Laurel Canyon in yes. Ventura. Yes. Okay. Quick tangent because I'm sure this would have come up at a, at a certain point later, but there have been many sightings of mm-hmm. Steve Perry in the wild right there in Studio City. Yeah. Like his range seems to be from the yeah. stories I've heard to Hunga to Coldwater, Moore Park to. Yeah, Ventura. Like yeah. it's a box. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 all those restaurants. People have seen him in Mex- Mexicali. Oh wow. People have seen him at Aroma. Wow. Uh, uh, my dear friend Ahmed Zappa claims that uh, he was living in a condo on Tahunga and Ventura. Wow. So yeah. where's all that journey jingle money? It's <laughs> not around. What happened? Well, my theory was that he actually owned the entire condo building oh, on Tahunga yeah. and Ventura. So he's now a landlord. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> so we're talking Journey today. Journey is an American rock band that formed in San Francisco in 1973. Mm. It was composed of former members of Santana, Greg Raleigh and Neil Sean. The band has gone through several phases and lineup changes, and its strongest commercial success occurred between 78 and 1987, when mm. Steve Perry was the lead vocalist. During that period, Journey recorded a series of hit albums like Escape and Frontiers and released massive, massive songs like Any Way You Want It, Separate Ways, and Don't Stop Believing." Again... At the height of journey for me in high school, mm-hmm. my metal years. Okay. So escape is escape that. is out when Back in Black is out. Sure. Uh, British Steel is out by Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. Scorpions Love Drive. Sure. Like big rock records, but I secretly love Journey. Well, you know, it just wasn't cool to admit it, and I never did. That's okay. So how I would have feel? to like be. Right I don't. I feel pretty good. I yeah. feel good announcing to the world that I love Journey. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a heavy weight you that's just well. been lifted off my shoulders. You Thank you. Well. When I was in high school, there was a girl named Carolyn Arakawa, and she Karen uh, Carolyn Carolyn Arakawa. Carolyn Arakawa. Uh, Ar- Carolyn Arakawa. That's for me. Arakawa. I can't say her name. I've, right. I've gotten to the age. Carolyn Arakawa. Great girl. Yes. Two things she loved. Yep. Journey. Yep. Snoopy. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I'm telling you. That double fisting. Double fisting. God bless you, Carolyn. Mm-hmm. That's a good combo. Yeah. So Joe Cool in a journey tee yep. would blow her mind. Yep. <laughs> yep. And Woodstock on several levels. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got you. you. <laughs> I get some points. <laughs> Now you you, you yes. played the sports, didn't you? I did play the sports. Uh huh. Yes, I was. Uh, uh, yes, 
What did you play? Um, I was a football player, yeah. and I was, um, yeah, I was the, uh, ridiculously, and, I, and I've never told this before, I was that guy. I was prom king. I was that guy. I was the captain of the football team. Okay, now this is incredible, because okay. prom king, mm-hmm. captain of the football team, mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily want to get into improv comedy. <laughs> that is a, a career true. choice true. for the downtrodden, for the nerds, for the beaten. Well, yes. How do you navigate the tough waters from jockdom okay. to, I say, improv legend? Well, a, a lot of people say that, me being one of them. <laughs> Um, I'm great. I'm so fantastic. <laughs> Give me a topic and just stand back and be quiet. Um, I'm one of the best improvisers there be. Um, uh, what's interesting, my dad, who's a badass as well, mm-hmm. he... Badass in, in terms of like shit kicker badass no, or just, football just badass? the coolest guy in the world. Okay. And my dad turned me on to my two favorite things when I was a kid, Jonathan Winters and Vincent Price. My favorite. Wow. And my dad uh, always said that if you hear a different drummer, turn it up. My dad mm. and my mom, too. Mm. Two amazing people. Wow. And um, so, yeah, he would turn it. He turned me on to, uh, took me to see George Carlin when I was little. Turned me on to Saturday Night Live. Wait, you saw Carlin live? I saw Carlin live. Holy I saw, shit. Um, Robert Klein live. Wow. I saw, um, um, he took us to see Steve Martin. And at the at, at the at height the peak, of like the late seventies, Steve Martin. Yes, and he speaks about the night wow. that he got sick and walks off stage, and that was in Knoxville, Tennessee. And uh, my dad took us to that show. We had tickets, and I've got a ticket that's not torn from that show because my dad's a doctor, and uh, he had invited his one of his partners to go with us. And at the last minute, the guy bailed. So I had that clean ticket. Wow! And it was great. And as I was leaving, here's dig this. As I'm leaving. I'm walking and they're bringing the lights up and I look down, swear, I swear to you, I have this. It is the set list for the show that the guy at the lighting board had. So I have the whole set list. Wow. Oh, wow. Right there. Uh, you know, wow. written out. It's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. So it would say cat toys, King, <laughs> yes. King Tut. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And he didn't do King Tut that he night didn't. because he got sick and he had to end the show early. Oh, okay. So. Steve. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> That's all I remember from that. We all memorized that record. We all memorized well, that. Excuse me. Yeah, that's what he said. We stayed up. We stayed up way past our bedtime to see that on Saturday Night Live. That Did was, we not? I'm telling you, my dad would hear. But again, back to cool school. Yeah, my dad would go. Go ahead and take a nap. I'll wake you up. Jesus Christ! Uh, I'm telling you, that's how cool he is. Damn. And he, I mean, he he was like, this is something else. You got to watch this because he knew he he is and was. Uh, at that time, one of the funniest guys. He and, and dinner table for us was a blast, and it was always a quiz. And he would always be, "Okay, here's tonight. Who 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 are the Fab for? And we'd be like, "Oh man, who is that?" <laughs> you know. And he would always quiz us about different things, you know. And uh, also, I'm going to go ahead and say it, throw it on the table. Yeah. And I beg you to top it. Yeah. Elvis Presley. I saw Elvis when yeah, I was tiny. You can't top. You can't top. I can't top. It was great. I was at Live Aid. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> I've oh, seen Ma- I, I, I've seen Maiden thirty-seven times. Wow, that's pretty oh, impressive. Cool. <laughs> I saw Van Halen three different times during the Glory period. Okay, with David Lee Roth. Okay, three so, Van Halen. I think if you get, if, do you have a calculator? <laughs> he saw George yes. Carlin 
Steve Martin, Steve Martin, my dad, and Elvis, and Randy Rhodes. Fucking yeah. a, yeah. I saw. I did see Randy, but I can't. I mean, you saw Elvis. I did. That's insane. Yeah. And it was that in Tennessee. It was. And holy also, shit. Uh-oh. So he's almost home. Yes. Yes. Wow. Saw David Cassidy. Saw very little bit of David Cassidy because <laughs> okay. it was so loud. My dad got us out. <laughs> well, that's different. Wait, that's my dad. My let me tell you something. David my- Cassidy loved to play it loud. <laughs> Did he? That's really a nice segue. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Wow. Another David Cassidy song. I'm going to be in this year. Yeah, and now I'm in this year. Well, we're going to do. We're going to get into it. Oh. Here's where it kicks in. Right here. Hey, it's Brendan. I'm going to be down at uh, Sound Warehouse on Friday nights. <laughs> How much Rod can you handle? <laughs> Rod Stewart! <laughs> oh, wheel in the sky. Free wheeling high riding Rod! <laughs> the original members of Journey came together in San Francisco in 1973 under the auspices of former Santana manager Herbie Herbert. They were originally called the Golden Gate Rhythm Section, and the band included Santana alumni Neil Sean on lead guitar and Greg Raleigh on keyboards and lead vocals. Journey released their debut album in 1975 and then Look Into the Future in 76. Neither album achieved uh, significant sales, so Sean, bassist Ross Valerie, drummer Ainsley Dunbar, they all took singing lessons in an attempt to add vocal harmonies to Greg Raleigh's lead singing. Album sales did not improve. And in 1977, Drum this is roll, important, please. this is important, Mitch. Yeah. Columbia Records requested that Journey change their musical style and add a frontman. Yep. The and edict that, came down from on high. Guys, yeah. Yeah. you ain't selling. You need to add a lead singer. You ain't selling. You need some yelling. In late 1977, Journey hired Steve Perry as their new lead singer. They then released their fourth album, Infinity, in 1978. That album was their first platinum record, mm-hmm. and it included their hit song, Wheel in the Sky, which we just heard. Journey set on a new path with a more mainstream sound. Now, quick note, because yes. I want to get your take on this. The band did hire. Mm-hmm. They did hire a guy before Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to make you guess his name. Robert Fleischman. <laughs> Robert Fleischman. Not a bit. Robert Fleischman was hired. They toured. The tour didn't go well. They kicked him off before the end of the tour. Bob Fleischman, if you're wow. out there. Yeah. Wow. Yep. He and later went on to sing with Vinnie Vincent. Vinnie Vincent Invasion, in case you want to check your Wikipedia. Oh, wait, oh, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Oh, you aren't doing a bit. You're yeah. being, Richard, oh, wow. you're, you're being serious? Yeah. Totally. Robert Fleischman went on to sing with Vinnie Vincent from Kiss. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah, God rest his soul. Wait, is Vinnie no, Vincent Vinnie dead? Vincent's still alive. Vinnie's, is Robert Fleischman dead? No, I don't think so. I don't think he is either. No, he's God not. rest whose soul? Uh, whoever died whoever died I thought he was gone (laughs) (laughs) not Vinny I had the other Uh, Mark St. John Fleischman died so that's and Eric Carr yes and Eric Eric Carr okay so because why all drummers die (laughs) that is true that is true you're not a band unless you've had a drummer go down have you ever had an edict from on high that you needed to change what you were doing Mitch Rouse did anyone ever say Mitch you really need to change course. Um, Don't like what you're doing. I see what you're trying to do. And stop But it. you need some, some improvements. Um, Have you ever had that? Mm, mm, 
I'm sure there was a ton of them that I have chosen to delete. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. No, I mean, I... Um, uh, I... I the answer is no. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's no, but, but I'm, um, I'll, no, I mean. You've been consistently good for a long time. No, I was going to get a motorcycle one time. My brother told me I'm fucked and hung up on me. Okay. So, yeah, there you uh, go. There was the edict from on high. Yeah. Is your brother older or younger? He's older. Okay. And, uh, and he's the rock guy. He's the, he was a studio musician in, in Boston. Oh shit. Yeah. And he went to, uh, uh, study at Berkeley. Nice. And then they asked him to teach. Oh, he's that guy. Um, Is he still teaching at Berkeley? Well, here's the thing. He uh, then in the at, at night at home, it would be Doc Watson, um, you know, um, and like really hardcore uh, bluegrass and stuff like that. And then the mornings was always Ozzy and uh, Van Halen. So that's what I woke up to and went to sleep to. And then he. So your brother's just cranking that stuff. Oh, it was ridiculous. Wow. And my mom. Please, just please turn it down right now. Don't come down here now. And yes, my mother is Southern. Oh, that's fantastic. So your brother's so it's it's so critical to have that older dude character in your life when you're young to turn you on to that stuff to say don't listen to what the kids your age are listening to. Here's the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, and yeah, and he uh, was like, no, dude, we got to go see Kiss. And so we'd go see Kiss. Yeah. We'd go see Fuck Van Halen. Yeah. And he, you know, okay. Um, and this is Knoxville. Yeah. And everyone came to Knoxville because it's on the route. Yeah. No, no, no. And it was great. And, and also, back to my dad being so cool, I remember when Kiss first came out, yeah. he said, I can't let you go to that. You're too young. And, he, and I was like, well, you just don't want to drive because we lived in Oak Ridge. I was like, you just don't want to drive to Knoxville. And he goes, no. I go, but I really want to program. My dad in the badass category said, come on, get in the car. We went over to the Coliseum, got a program, and he brought me back. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dad. He, I'm telling you, man. They that broke was, them all. Oh, my God. He followed mm-hmm. the letter of the law on that one. Yeah. That's incredible. It's not that I don't want you to go, man. I'll take you over there. <laughs> It's that I don't want you to sit there in that show. You're too young. You just don't want to drive there. Get in the car. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, You still have that program? I do. God damn it. So cool. Yeah. Next time we do this together, I want show and tell. All right. You know, the Elvis list, <laughs> the, the Kiss yeah. was that the Love Gun tour? Was that '79? Uh, was that, that Dynasty? It what was Dynasty? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a great tour, but still, if you lay it down and go, you know what? It doesn't matter what tour. It was. No, it doesn't matter. It was a beautiful, beautiful story. Were you in the Kiss Army? I later in life, yes. <laughs> Devoted in your forties. Yeah, we, yeah. I think, I think we I'll sign up last week. <laughs> And what did you decide? <laughs> uh, you know what? Keep the makeup on. Oh, good. Yep. Yep. Right. And, but also, speaking of sightings, yes, Gene and Paul up Benedict Canyon, up there at the top. Mm-hmm. Saw them a lot up there. Yeah. Up in Benedict Canyon. Up, up um, um, you know what I'm talking about, at the top. In that little... Uh, oh, in the mall. In the mall. Where the there. fancy restaurant is. Yes, the one that's in the corner with the mm-hmm. little sushi joint. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so Gene and Paul together? Yes. Eating? Well, I mean, and family. Oh, and family. Yeah. Gene's family and Paul's family together the in wife. a group dining I, I, situation? I, I saw the four top. Holy shit. And they were marrying ketchups. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that is a great kiss sighting in the it wild. Was great. It was great because I was like, there's no way that, oh shit, that's who that is. You know, but also, too, my wife loved her to death. So what? Uh, what? That's Gene Simmons. The amazing Dre Bendewald. Yes. My friend in real life, Dre Bendewald. She's the greatest. She's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care about Kiss. No, she doesn't. It's, it's, a, it's a great thing to have to not care about Kiss. Because for Gen X dudes who grew up with Kiss, mm-hmm. people don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I've said this on this podcast, but when you try to explain Kiss mm-hmm. to young people, you just get the thousand-yard stare back. Mm-hmm. Like, keep rambling, old man. Yeah. It's you might as well be me. talking about a UFO <laughs> yeah. that landed and took you away. Right. <laughs> okay, crazy. <laughs> no, but it's really good. Yeah. And then the diehard fans, which I applaud, too. I, when Ace left, that was bullshit. <laughs> okay. 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 I've seen Gene in the wild yeah. up in Fryman Canyon at Tree People. Really? Yeah, walking to like Mal- Malmute, Mal- Malmute, Mal- Malmutes, Malmutes, Huskies. Wow, like two big Huskies. Really? Yeah. Now was this you know recently pre? Okay, so it was no. It's like it in the last post- six months. He's mm-hmm. alive. He's alive in okay. a tracksuit, and clearly not his hair. Oh, you know who I used to see up there? Who? I'm going to give you a clue. Soul Train. Don Cornelius. See, Don used to walk around up there and treat people. Get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah, tree people. Uh, for those of you listening outside the city of Los Angeles, all one of you, uh, my aunt Jean in uh, Hudson, Ohio. Hello, Jean. <laughs> Hi, Jean. And my cousin Jamie. Hi, Hi guys. Uh, tree people is a canyon hike. It's a beautiful canyon uh, located between basically Beverly Hills and Studio City. It's a lovely, like, uh, hundred acre park or whatever. It's a great hiking trail, and that hiking trail is great because it it is loaded with commercial actors yes and anchors from ktla and kcal yes. channel nine and channel five <laughs> yes it's true. that's who's hiking there all the time it's, it's like hey there's Collie williams yeah, yeah. <laughs> kai goldberg on the weather <laughs> right and you're breathing real hard <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be sunny today <laughs> <laughs> but every other every other person's like that guy yeah oh yeah you were great on that 70s show yeah. i don't even know your name anymore but you're awesome What'd you do with your 70s show money? <laughs> Did you save it? <laughs> there goes Kai oh. Goldberg again. He's yeah. running. He's jogging. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's, see, they're getting a lot of the same things that Fleischman's getting, <laughs> which is how many times have all those people heard, aren't you the, wait a minute, weren't you, you're the guy that was, right. why do I you? know you? Huh. Wait hmm. a minute. Did we, did we date or are you on a show? And then it takes a beat, and then they go, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh. Thanks for coming in. This was really fun. This went really fast. <laughs> we're done. Well, we're done. It? We're done? Oh, we're not done. No, no, we're going to get down. Oh, man. We're going to play some more Journey. By the oh. way, Robert Fleischman co-wrote Wheel in the Sky. What? I just, I just looked it up. Holy fucking shit. Wow. Thanks, Bob Rob. Fleischman. Yeah. Making contri- uh, contributions to the band. I wanna die. Just swing. Ugh. This is where it really kicks into overdrive for Journey. Journey recorded Evolution. 
the album Evolution in 1979, and that album gave the band their first Billboard Hot 100 Top 20 single. This one, Love and Touch and Squeezing. They went on to record Departure in 1980, which reached number eight on the album charts. Journey's newfound success brought the band an almost entirely new fan base, largely due to Steve Perry's writing. During the 1980 Departures tour, the band recorded a live album, Captured, which is fucking amazing. But after that tour, keyboardist Greg Raleigh left the band. He was quickly replaced by Jonathan Cain from the Babies. Right. And Journey was about to enter their most successful period. Oh, can I say? Yep. And the Babies. And the Babies. Yeah. John Waite. Yeah. Yeah. When I worked at, uh, I worked at Tower Records in Westwood and on Sunset when I first moved to Los Angeles. Okay. For like, just like four months. And uh, the first celebrity I ever had an interaction with in the city of Los Angeles was John Waite. Really? At Tower Records in Westwood. And That's he came nice in. And I don't remember what he was buying, but I was behind the cashier. And uh, he came up and he put his CDs on the counter. And I, for some reason, all I could say was, hey, what else are you listening to? <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, love, hate. Ah. Don't know. I don't know Love Hate to this day. I did see Love Hate recently, didn't I, Richard? Didn't they open up for the the Dio tour hologram thing? Was that Love Hate? I probably. Okay. Yeah, well, I didn't know them. <laughs> well, I my so John we didn't Wayne have story. a car. Oh, you have a John Wayne I story. Do. <laughs> oh, I do. Beverly Center. <laughs> no, Beverly, Beverly Connection. Go ahead. Which even lowers the okay. the spotting. He was at the phone store over there, right? <laughs> okay. And I'm the nerd, and I'm like. Right. So I start looking at the phones he's looking at. And I walk over like you do. And I said, hey, man. And he goes, mate, let me ask you something. And I said, yeah. And he goes, and he holds up the most expensive phone, like two of the most expensive phones. And he goes, which one would you get? And I go, yeah, John, um, what you would get and what I would get are not the same. I can't afford either one of those. So, you know, go with God on this one, Mr. Way. You know, because I was like, no, I'm still got the flip up, dude. I'm sorry. You know, I ain't got no pictures and I can't take any camera. You know, it's not working over here, dude. But it was great meeting you. You ain't missing. He ain't missing you at all. (laughs) Every time I close my eyes. Uh, No. Were they like gold plated? uh, Was was this also like flip phone era or is this a a real cell phone era? This is recently. Yeah, this is a couple years ago. I was like, fuck off. That's a nice phone. (laughs) But also, too, I came to the phone game late. And Dre will tell you that. She was like, you've got to get one of these. I'm like, no, I want something small that fits in my pocket. You know, I went through six months of being somebody's grandfather. Where I went, you know, you kids, type it down in there. Um, uh, Do you still have a landline? I didn't know. We don't, you know. Yes, we do have a landline so that we can get TV. Oh, nice. You have to have the landline. And then it always is, you know, somebody, you know, trying to sell you something. I just saw a video on, on it was trending on Twitter of two, like, idiots, two teenage idiots, and they're given a, a phone, an old school, like, 1983 oh. phone. Oh. And, exactly. And, and they're asked to, to fucking call somebody. Call somebody. 
Wow. And they just stare at it <laughs> and turn it upside down and That's shake great. it. And it's like, come on, come That's on. Great. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's like, really? It's like a chimpanzee. Exactly. <laughs> toy. I mean, yeah. the, the chip it's would the figure it out faster. Yeah. Can I give you my, my Beverly Connection story? Please. Okay, so this is like 1991, 1992. Back then, the Beverly Connection was one of the few places that actually had a movie theater, so we had to go there yes. to go to movies. And you could still smoke there. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good detail. And so we were, we were driving in that weird parking lot, mm-hmm. and we're on like the second or third floor, and I see the edge... Just walking. There's nobody. It's like Tuesday at like three o'clock. Right. There's nobody else walking. The Edge is walking with the, either his girlfriend or his wife, whatever. And as we pass by, I do this. This is the Edge. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Gloria. I had to give him a little live at Red Rocks. <coughs> That's edge. awesome. Yeah. That's and he, awesome. he he kind of looked up and like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Fucking kids. Fucking L.A. people. As he continued to look for his car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's my Beverly Connection story. That's a good one. I haven't been there since. Yeah. I'm glad it's still there. Yeah. For some reason. We'll go over there on, a, on occasion to the plantation. Is Sue Plantation still o- is it, still open? It's it's they've redone it, of course, and moved it, but it's quite delightful. Sue Plantation is still open. God yes. bless them. Yeah, Sue Plantation. <laughs> right this way. Hey, can, is it okay if we call ourselves Plantation? Is that like a? <laughs> is that okay? No, yeah. fuck it. No one will yeah. under put that. You all just have whatever you want. <laughs> Fill your plate up and come on back when you get it chance now <laughs> and if you take it you got to keep it <laughs> next it's all you can eat it's all you can that's all you can eat now go on <laughs> boy that's right we, t- we used to take a a, a, a a basket of carrots over there and trade them in for a salad bar <laughs> oh Oh, with Jonathan Kane on board, Journey began writing material that it would eventually become, well, one of the biggest rock records of all time, Escape. Mm. Recording sessions began in April of 1981. They lasted until the middle of June. Not really a long time. Escape was released on July 31st, 1981, and almost immediately, the album became a massive hit. Escape has thus far gone nine times platinum. Went to the number one on the album charts in 1981 and included three top ten hits. Who's crying now? Don't stop believing and open arms. Fleischer's crying that I, now. That I mentioned before. Yeah, this is now Robert Fleischman is really bummed because they are hitting the stratosphere. Journey's next record, Frontiers, in 1983, continued their commercial success. That album reached number two on the charts and sold nearly six million copies. Frontiers also generated four top 40 hits separate ways, Faithfully, Send Her My Love, and After the Fall. By then, Journey had become one of the top touring and recording bands in the fucking world. And I did see Journey in Albuquerque, oh. New Mexico. And on that song, Don't Stop Believing," they did this. Just a city boy. 
Born and raised in Albuquerque. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and the place went bananas. Wow. <laughs> That's all it takes in New Mexico. Just wow. to acknowledge that we're sure. a state yeah. and a place. Yeah. And that we live there willingly. Yeah. You're, you're almost making a nod like, hey, we see you. Your Me, Steve too. Perry, I see you guys. Thank yeah. you for shelling out 15 bucks a ticket to come. Journey held up a mirror to an entire world. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time you saw yourself. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. Now, I wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> remember? Because now, remember, right, I'm behind right. enemy lines. Okay, good. So you've got a wig and a mustache. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, they're so good. Yeah. Yes. Right. Did you go by yourself, or did you have another closeted? No, I had. I, I, I the guys that I had a group of. It was very easy to go to see uh, concerts in Albuquerque because the all the the shows happened on the state fairground, which was right dead center in the middle of the city. Well, wow. I mean, dead center. Okay, and every show happened in Tingley Coliseum. When we were young, we could. I'm sorry, Tingley. Tingley? What, did I, what do you think I said? No, no. I would just say, what yeah, other ting, name lost? Tingley, Tingley Coliseum. Okay. And and when we were young, we could take the bus. That you could take the city bus there. Okay. And then, but we were driving by the time we were fifteen. So, uh, so I had a group of guys that I went to most of the shows with. Okay. Uh, and uh, they didn't have some of them did not have the same journey hangout that I did. But was, I was happy to be there. It was Journey and Brian Adams. And so when you went to school. Yes. And you ran into these guys and they went, hey, did you sort of blow them off? Like, and they were like, why do you know those guys? <laughs> no, no, no. I went, uh, so dumb. I went to a private school. Oh. So everyone knew everybody. I went to the Albuquerque Academy. Wow. So we only had 90 kids in our class. So every, every single person in that school knew each other. So okay. there was no hiding. Okay. Can I just ask you a question? Go ahead. You mentioned that you went to a private school. Yes. Did they require uniforms? No, they did not. That's why I was allowed to wear concert shirts. Because I was going to say you wear a uniform every day. So mm. I've been wearing the nothing but the same clothes, same uniform since 1980. Really awesome. Concert shirts and corduroys. That's how. That's how I rolled. I'm going to say this with love. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're here for a. Uh, and I do mean this. <laughs> Okay. I just noticed it while we were sitting here talking. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. And I don't want you to take this as a negative connotation. Okay. I want you to think, you know what? Thanks, man. And that is this. You look like... (laughs) One of the audio animatronic pirates from Pirates of the Caribbean. Said with love, and I dare you to go online and look them up. And I, I, I if you call me and say no, I don't, I will hand you a crisp hundred dollar bill that will say on it, "You're a fucking liar." Aye, aye. <laughs> okay. Is there? Can I? Can I monetize this look? Can I be cast as a pirate in commercials? Well, I mean, am I close to that? Once it gets out there. Why you haven't been in the, you know, Depp movies? I could have been one of those guys in the background, Easily. just mugging and going, you, no, right? See, no, but you show up on set, they're going to go, wait a minute. Bring Let's that give buccaneer. them a line. Have that buccaneer step up here. <laughs> you put down that shillelagh. 
all right? And stop <laughs> stuffing that cannon. Take that fucking parrot off your shoulder, put on this wooden leg, and memorize these lines. <laughs> there it is. We saw a ship two days ago. There it is. Okay, we're going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Keep rolling. <laughs> I ate a new Popeye's chicken sandwich. <laughs> it's a real humdinger. <laughs> What's that? It's a humdinger. It's a real humdinger. <laughs> Come on, cast me. No, that's great. You're in. Yeah, that's not going to gonna happen. It, if I had anything to do with it. Well, thank you. Or if I ever have anything to do with it, you're going to be the new spokesman for Popeye's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm a 52-year-old man. And we eat this fucking too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I've been called Ron Jeremy twice in the last week. Really? By Blank Apache on this podcast too. Wow! He said you look like Ron. What did he say? Like Ron Jeremy getting in a car accident? That speaks more about him. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. I I appreciate the animatronic. The the animatronic pirate. Yo ho yo. Ho, the pirate's life for me. Get that key. Get that key. We gotta get out of this prison. Get that key. Here, boy. Here, boy. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God, do I love this song. Ah, it's Journey. It's a big journey. Okay, parrot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, it's the best. After the Frontier Stadium Tour, Journey decided to take some time off. Oh my god. Oh my glasses are fogged up because I've been laughing too hard. Uh, Lead singer and uh, Steve Barry and guitarist Neil Sean did some solo records between 82 and 85. The band released two songs previously intended for Frontiers. This one, Ask the Lonely, which was on the soundtrack to the movie Two of a Kind. I have no idea what Two of a Kind was. That would be a John Travolta, Libby Newton, John movie. Was it? Yes, it was. Where he played a bank robber. Oh, no. Yes. And he actually, she dies at the end, and there's some angels that show up, and he has to do something right in order to make her live. Continue on. I did not know that. Great movie. Two of a kind. Yes. Oh, that's the, okay, so Ask the Lonely was on that soundtrack. And then Only the Young. Only the Young can say, let freedom fly away. That was from Vision Quest. Wow. You. Yeah. You, you, you remember Vision Quest. Matthew Modine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who was the woman in Vision Quest? Was it Daphne Zuniga? Nope. It was, um, um, <laughs> Yeah, because here's the thing. Uh, because when Sex Lies and Videotape came on, I thought it was the same woman. And she was, uh, man, see that? Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio? She was so hot. 
Mary Stuart she, Masterson? No, but you got to look that one up because she was. Um, listen, uh, that we, was, we we do have little computers in our pockets that can yeah. tell us who who was the the lead female lady. She was in hot. Vision Quest, and I can see her right now. And every night, she because that was that she was hot. Yeah, she was hot. And I was like, "Do you can you not see?" Was is Madonna in Vision Quest? Oh no, she had Crazy for You. It was a song on the Vision right. Quest soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Anyway, look that up, Richard. I want to know who's in who's in Vision Quest. When Journey finally returned to record a record together, they came up with "Raised on Radio" in 1986. Bass player Ross Valerie and drummer Steve Smith were fired from the band for musical and professional differences. This is where everything starts to come unglued for Journey. Bassist and future American Idol judge Randy Jackson. Remember him from American oh, Idol? Right. He was in Journey the on dog. this record and they uh, they toured with the guy. Right. Raised on Radio went multi-platinum selling over 2 million copies and produced four uh, top 20 singles. But with Perry unable or unwilling to remain actively involved in the band, Journey canceled the rest of the Raised on Radio tour and went on an extended indefinite hiatus. This effectively ended the Steve Perry era. Wow. Around the same time that Van Halen changed into Van Hagar. It was a very difficult time for me. I think it was a difficult time for a lot of people. But I tell you what, and you and I have talked about this before, Diamond Dave. Yeah. It, you know, and it's true. It was a party and everybody was invited. <laughs> you know? Especially if you were a stripper. Yeah. And you worked at the Tropicana on Western and, and Fountain. And somebody else picking up the bill. <laughs> you know? And for some reason, you always want to jump in the pool. No matter how high your room is at the hotel, you can make it. You know? And that's what you do, man. That's why they're throwing shit out there. Not to fuck up the room. They're going, we can make it. And they go, well, I'm not going to just practice. Which, okay, which reminds, see, I think it's in your blood because my brother, take me back to my brother. Yes. Went to Boston yes. with my brother. Uh, he lived there. Went to his apartment when we, <laughs> when we first get to his apartment. This is the, this is the rock life, right? And, th- and, and the thing about it is, it's shit that if you, if you start to write about it, people go, no, it's too much. I walked into his apartment from the airport. I walk into his apartment and he goes, don't take your shoes off. And I'm like, okay, ever? And he's like, well, and there's so much beer in the rug, okay, that if you have your socks on, it shoots up into your socks and through your toes, right? And also when we walk in, there's a guy that I've never met before, okay, piercing the girl's ear, okay, and my brother's never seen the girl before. And he doesn't remember ever giving this guy keys to the apartment. Wait, 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 time. Okay. We walk into the apartment. Two strangers are using his apartment. Two strangers to me. One of them's a stranger <laughs> to my brother. And he knows the other one. And that guy's bald and got a Fred Flintstone t-shirt on. I'll never forget it. And he was like, hey, man. And then, and I'm getting going somewhere with this. Because then that night, uh, we ended up throwing a TV set out the window. And uh-huh. I told you the uh-huh. I told you the post box right? story, right? Yeah. Okay. Um but anyway, no, it was crazy. So, but we, he, I was like, is this TV broken? He's like, my brother's laughing going, not yet. <laughs> How far did you throw it? Eight floors. Eight floors! <laughs> into, the, into, the, into the alley. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was great. And, but that's where the post was. Was the fucking. smash satisfying? Every bit of it. Oh, my God. And, it's all, he had, and, he, and the thing about it is he, what he would do is, to his credit, he would audio tape a lot of the shit we were doing. Okay. And you would just, and you hear it, and you can't see it, but you just hear it running up steps, a lot of steps, and then you just hear, <laughs> and then you hear the window open, and then you hear, shh, shh, shh. 
And it was just great. And then you hear us flying back down the stairs. Go back to his apartment. Anyone yelling? Any neighbors yelling? No, no, no. Hey, what the fuck was that? <laughs> That'd be really, really quiet. It was so great, that trip. That was a life-changing trip for me. That was, that was great. Did you see any bands on that trip in Boston? Um, I did not. Not any that you would know of. You know, uh, there was a, actually, there was a band called Cola at the time that should have been huge. Mm-hmm. Was, they were so good. A guy named Paul Romano and a guy named Dickie Spears was a producer. And also they were hanging out with a lot of the guys from the Cars. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Like Elliot Easton. Yeah. Right. And I saw um, um, Piano Player. Um, Billy Joel. No. Elton John. Cars. Oh, the, the keyboard player from the Cars. I only know him as the keyboard player from the Cars. <laughs> Apparently, me too. <laughs> yeah. um, there's Rick Ocasek. There's Ben. Thank you. There's Greg ben. Hawks. Nice. Um, nice. Saw him in LA not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I. Studio City Vons? No, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mexicali on Ventura? I'm sorry. <laughs> Jinkies. No. Jinkies. <laughs> Why is there the line? <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's get it. Because it's the only place in that section of Ventura that has decent pancakes. Get it. I don't get it either. I don't. Uh, Why but, is there a line for pinks? Why would, let me ask you this. Yes. At what point in your life do you go, we're not waiting in line? <laughs> when do you get to that point? You know what I mean? I'm there. I'm, I, I don't, can't do I don't it. wait in lines anymore. <laughs> oh, no, Honestly, no, no. <clears throat> I think outside of, of Disneyland. Yeah. Right. I think the last line I waited in was Star Wars when it came out. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And again, my dad took us. I, even going to clubs back in the day. No, 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 no line. No, 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 no. So I, I went to the Rolling Stones the other night, and the lines to get Look in the Rose Bowl. That away. But here's the yeah. thing. You just throw it away. A mile long. Yeah, yeah, a mile long, the lines to get in the Rose Bowl. Pain in the ass. But you did it. But I did it. Yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. And how many times have you seen? The Stones? M and K. Seven or eight times. Really? Yeah, Alpine Valley, Wisconsin was my first show in 1989 when they, when they toured. And on the would, Steel Wheels tour. Is it just the same? Uh, well, I remember thinking in 89, like, God damn it, these guys are old. Right. And now they're Apple That's 30 fucking years ago. Yeah. Almost to the day. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. But by the way, Mick, heart, whatever heart problems he had, he was fantastic. Wow. Ron Wood was amazing. Keith was looking a little... But, you know, who cares? Keith could just stand there and everyone would be happy. Yeah. He would just play chords like every once in a while. He wasn't yeah. playing leads. Ron was doing all the lead. I actually saw work. a picture of him recently that I did send to my brother. And I'm going to go ahead and, and, and don't get me wrong. He looks like Keith from the side looks like uh, Marge Simpson's <laughs> sister. <laughs> oh, so you're a pirate. <laughs> and Neil he, Sean he is looks Dr. Like... Loveless. <laughs> And Keith, and Keith is one of the is, blue-haired. Hey, yeah. right. He looks like she. You know, he looks like he looks like my sister. <laughs> looks just like her. Uh, but uh, God, I wish I could find. Did him. you just say I look like Keith Richards? <laughs> but you do. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. oh. You see, this is always the one you played on the car on the fucking dashboard too. Get air drum all the instruments uh, in this fucking giant hit. <laughs> so Steve Perry, the, the era ended in the late 80s. There was a reunion in 1995. The Escape lineup came back together to record the hit album Trial by Fire. But plans for a subsequent tour ended 
There's Keith looking like a Simpson like? sister. Yeah, it looks like, yeah. He, he's someone's Aunt Edna. Someone's yeah. British Aunt Edna. But plans for a tour ended when Steve Perry discovered that he had a degenerative bone condition and he couldn't perform anymore without hip replacement surgery. He later announced that he was permanently leaving the band and thus begins a period of journey that I don't care about. Right. In the summer of 2007, Jonathan Kame and Neil Sean began searching YouTube for a new lead singer. And they settled on a young singer from the Philippines, Arnel Pineda. Who know speak a D English. <laughs> he, 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 he does not. At the time, he didn't know speaky. He did not. But they, I, I remember I watched, on, uh, I watched a little documentary about yes, him. Yes, did I. And they literally found the guy yeah. watching YouTube videos of Journey cover bands. Right. And they decided on that guy. And they flew him over. He wasn't very good at first. Mm-mm. He was nervous on the first day. But Neil Sean said, let's stick with him. Jonathan Kane wanted to send him back to the Philippines. But Neil Sean said, no, I see something in the kid. And now cut to now. Still touring. See, but what is it about your Dynasty Youngs, your Steve Perry's, where you go, guys, come on, what are we doing here? I don't know. I, I would think that Richard knows this because he's dabbled in the, in the music industry. I would think that the money would be the great equalizer, but no. Steve Perry is beyond wealthy. Right. And he's also can't sing those songs anymore. He's even said, I, can't, I just can't sing He can't sing them anymore. <clears throat> well... But Diamond Dave is not. I can't, can't sing them anymore. The he can't. No. He can't. I've seen all the latest David yeah, Lee Roth Dave, tours. He can't Dave sing. Dave loves the attention and the money. Right. Oh, yeah. It. No, no. The personality's still there. Yeah. Right. Steve's um, never had that personality. Yeah. He just no. didn't care. No. He didn't care. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2017, and they all showed up, and Steve Perry showed up and yeah. made a very lovely speech and thanked all the guys in the band. The it classic nice. era. Yeah. It was very nice, but. We'll never see it. No. He even thanked Arnell, which I thought was pretty classy. That was very classy. He thanked, publicly thanked Arnell Pineda for carrying the torch. And if he was ever going to sing with him, that's when he would have done it. Yeah. Oh, that night. There was still anticipation that night. I know it. For those of us who tuned in, there was still anticipation that Steve Perry would show up and Journey would play fucking together. But see, did you feel the same way about Van Halen? Well, uh, me, David Lee Roth leaving Van Halen was a huge... That helped me sort of end... Mm-hmm. my metal era and go okay fuck this right. now i'm gonna go full-blown replacements now oh but it was a huge deal for me when he left van halen i i threw in for van hagar a couple yeah. times but i it just wasn't the same because van yeah. halen was one of my god bands yeah no i hear you i hear you and um and sammy because i saw a couple of hagar tours as did i and the one that where i went i can't do this anymore is when sammy during the every, during the entire concert was signing stuff Wait, wait. Was this also in Knoxville, Tennessee? No, this was here. Wait. Well, here in L.A.? Yeah. So wait, he's singing. So he's singing supposed songs. to be singing, but he's, he's grabbing stuff from the, from the crown? he's got a Sharpie and a mic, mic in one hand and a Sharpie in the other. And I was like, please stop. Please. And it was when they were, in the, he were, and they were in the round. Remember that? Did you see that concert? I did not. It should have been the fucking Sharpie tour. Oh, my God. Because that's all he was doing. He wow. was signing Frisbees. He was signing tits. He was signing T-shirts. He was signing everything. Wow. And it was just like, you know... Uh, uh, uh. Sammy. Yeah, I know. Can't I really do that. To go. Yeah, we didn't pay this. We didn't pay money Mm-mm. to see you sign shit. No. What are you doing, Red Rocker? Mm-mm. <laughs> you know. 
<sighs> Sammy Hager has a good life, though. I will say this quickly Absolutely. as we wrap got things a, up. Yeah. He's got a fun life. He does have a fun life, but also, yes, yes, he does. With his show where he just goes from, like, rock star home to rock star home and talks mm-hmm. to them about, like, what are you up to these days? Yeah. Let's jam on a couple songs. Like, that's a great fucking life. But also, too, did you see him on um, uh, Hall Notes show? On, um, yeah, on the Daryl Hall show? Yeah, that was yeah. a great show. Yeah. Love that show. What a fun fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. I guess after, if you just don't give a shit anymore. After making millions, millions and millions and millions and the of dollars. The Kabawaba and all that stuff, too. Yeah. And they make, I'll go ahead and say it right here, they make a mean burrito. Wait, the Cabo Cantina yes. in the Hollywood Highland Center yes. makes a mean burrito? Yes, it does. Wait. Because, I'll go, <laughs> why have I been there? <laughs> yes, because you have children? Because I got Strummer, my son, who's a little rock star. He's the greatest kid in the world. Okay. And my daughter, Tennessee. Um, no, he loves going over to Dave and Buster's, but then that's what he always says. And he says, we got to go over to Sammy's. Oh, oh fuck. He's yeah, he does. He's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the burrito is good. Yeah. Damn. So I was going to ask you if you learned anything today, but I just learned, I learned actually a lot. I did too. I would think that that would basically be like a Ralph's burrito. No. Wow. No. No. And it, but it's not some, you know, high priced chef back there. We all no, know that. I, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> you know? but, they're, uh, they're, they're still miking a lot of stuff, but if they got yeah, a good burrito, they're pulling it off. God bless you, Sammy Hagar. Thank you. Thanks for making a good burrito. Yeah. Did you learn anything today? I learned a couple of things. I learned a lot about you. Um, I learned uh, also. I learned. I learned a lot about Journey. I did. I was not aware of Fleischman. I was not aware of Fleischman. Um, but no, and also too the that your childhood. I learned a little bit more about you. Thank and you. That you were a closeted Journey fan. Yeah. And that yet you wear it proud now. I do, and I, and and I'm going to play us out with what I think is the best Journey song. Other people might not agree with me. Richard might not agree with me. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but I'm going to play my favorite Journey song. Okay, should I leave now? <laughs> yeah, go. Is he going to tear me up? Well, no, I don't think it. No, I don't think so. You might not even know the song. Oh. I'm elated well, that's that you enough. came in to do I this. I was over the moon when you asked. And I hope that we will do it again. I would love to. Yeah, because you're the best. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> you know I can't what? believe you saw Elvis. I did, That's but not, not to where I would go. It was great because I saw, I mean, it was, you know, I was really But you really were physically tiny. in the same room but as the, the yes. king. Yeah. And the fact that my dad went, nope, you know what? Let's go. Let's all go. That's incredible. Yeah. My dad. Tom Smith took me to Live Aid. Really? He stayed the whole day. I so made him get there in time it. for the Hooters. We left at the very end. Oh, yeah. So you saw Queen. Uh, well, no, they were in London. We oh, were in oh, Philly. Oh. We, we went to the Philly Live Aid because okay. my dad was living in Philly. But you saw Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah. I did see Phil Collins play with Led Zeppelin. Wow. Yeah, because he did the, He played in, in the UK, and then he took the fucking Concord to Philly. And that was a big news story, like, the Concord has landed in Philadelphia. News at 11. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it was cool. My brother and John Paul Jones are buddies. The John Paul Jones. Yeah. Holy and, shit. And took him over to the big reunion tour. Damn. Yeah. Wow. And Scott was like, I don't know if I should go. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. And then I went like this. Okay, then don't go. Okay, big spender. Anything else you stupidly don't want to do? Why don't you go stand in the street? Bright eyes. Go see Led Zeppelin with John Paul Jones. My God, if you're gonna if it if it's not Paige, go with John. That just to walk up to the Will Congo. I'm on. uh, 
John Paul Jones guest list? Right this way, Mr. Rouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, Journey has sold 48 million albums in the U.S. alone. That seems low to me. Their, world, their, their worldwide total is 75. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. This is Escape. When did they wear the um, the, the parachute outfits? That was, that that was Frontiers. That was Frontiers. Yeah, that was very Frontiers. Wow, you His, really are a journey scene. Steve Perry's outfit for the Escape Tour was just jeans and that leopard print, like, v-neck short sleeve deal. Right, right. The yellow leopard print. Yep. And um, lady jeans. And tigers. And Tennis tigers, shirt. yeah. Mm-hmm. We all had to have those, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Had to have Tigers, had to have Stan Smiths, had to have Sambas. You're the best. Thank you so much, Mitch. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I cannot wait to hear this. Richard, thank you as always. See you next time.